Hello and welcome to An Underdog Story, a walkthrough on the business of canine rehab. Each week we pull back the curtain on the intriguing world of canine rehab, from the nitty gritty of everyday operations to sharing heartwarming success stories. We're going to dig deep into what canine rehab really looks like, the highs, the lows, and everything in between. With me, your host, Anthony Skeena, a certified companion animal rehab therapist who has journeyed from the human PT world to make a difference in our furry friends' lives. Now let's get into this exciting underdog story that's waiting to be told. Hey there, loyal listeners. Welcome back to an underdog story. I'm Anthony Skeena, CCAT. Now today we're exploring the nitty-gritty, the business aspect of canine rehab. We're pulling back the curtain on the administrative side of running a canine rehabilitation business. Brace yourself. It's not all wagging tails, that's for sure. It's way more than just cuddles and therapies. It's invoices, appointments, staff training, and so much more. So. When we think of canine rehab, we picture hands-on therapy. Well, how crucial is the administrative side? Oh, it's the backbone. The hands-on work is the heart, but the administration is what keeps everything moving smoothly. Without it, we'd be lost in a sea of paperwork and missed appointments. As much as canine rehab is about passion, skill, and, well, dogs, it's also very much a business. And like any businesses, it has its challenges and rewards. What was the first administrative challenge I faced when starting my own practice? Undoubtedly, setting up an efficient booking system with multiple slots, treatments, and ensuring there's buffer time. It was quite the puzzle. Thankfully, with the right software, we cracked the code. So what surprised me most about the business side of when I first ventured into it? Well, the sheer amount of admin work, from managing appointments to handling invoices and everything in between. Being a therapist doesn't mean you escape paperwork, that's for sure. How did I strike a balance between being a therapist and a business owner? Well, it was quite the learning curve. And to be honest with you, I'm still always learning. I had to set boundaries, allocate specific times for admin tasks, and crucially, I learned the art of delegation. Now, you might be asking, how did I go about building my team? What qualities? was I looking for? Well, building a team is like putting together a jigsaw puzzle. I looked for people who were not only skilled, but also shared the same passion for animal well-being. Communication, adaptability, and a good heart were my non-negotiables. Training and development for the team. How did I approach this? Continuous learning is a mantra. Regular workshops, attending conferences, 
and even informal knowledge sharing sessions. Every opportunity to learn and grow was embraced. So let's talk finances. Were there any unexpected costs? Uh, duh. <laughs> Equipment maintenance, unexpected facility repairs. Plus, let's not forget about all the continuing education and keeping up with the latest canine rehab research and techniques. Some of my insights on budgeting and handling, the monetary aspect, well, keep a close eye on the cash flows, set clear budgets, and anticipate future expenses. And always, always have an emergency fund. Oh, and don't shy away from seeking financial advice when needed. I can tell you as I was going through many trenches, I sought outward and found mentors and advisors to help give me a ladder out of those trenches. Now, marketing is a crucial aspect of any business. And how did I approach it? Well, I would say word of mouth was gold. Building genuine relationships with pet owners meant they'd recommend my services. Additionally, I embraced social media, showcasing success stories and sharing tips, which really helped in reaching a broader audience. But that just wasn't enough. Like I said before, campaigning to create awareness was on top of my list as well. Branching out to pet businesses, groomers, other vet hospitals to bestow knowledge on what canine rehab really is and how it really works. Set a stage and a bar to really get referrals to the business. Also, client communication is essential. How did I ensure transparency and build this trust? Well, it's absolutely vital that we set up regular updates. We use visual aids like charts and videos and ensure that every question, no matter how small, was answered. Trust is built over time and clear communication is the key. Now let's talk tech. How did I integrate technology into the administrative side? From management software to automated reminders and digital therapy logs, technology is our best friend. It streamlined processes, reduced human error, and most importantly, gave us more time for our furry friends. So, were there any particular business challenges I hadn't anticipated? I would say managing growth. The biggest thing about the practice I took over was that it was only open two days out of the week. And I have to say, getting that facility open five days within the five months that I took over was crazy. You know, as the practice gained traction, ensuring we maintained the same quality of service while expanding was quite the challenge, but it was a good problem to have. Did I ever face any administrative blunders? I mean, honestly, who hasn't, right? There was a double booking glitch, and we had two large dogs. 
a Great Dane, and a Newfie. Both scheduled at the same time. It was pure madness. But we quickly adjusted, and now it's just another funny story we often reminisce about. And how did I handle competition? Well, it's all about differentiation, right? I lean into my unique blend of human PT and canine rehab skills to offer a distinctive service, making sure that I empower the pet parent and let them know that this is not a cookie-cutter approach and every patient is different. Plus, there's enough love and business to go around for all pups. So my advice for those looking to turn their passion for canine rehab into a business? Again, like I said in the previous episode, you have to plan meticulously, but be adaptable. Surround yourself with a good team and always prioritize the well-being of your furry clients. Be organized. Stay updated with the latest tools and tech. And remember, it's about people as much as it's about pets. Your team and your pet parents are your biggest assets. Value them, and the rest will all just fall into place. And you might ask, were there any major business milestones? Well, like I said before, opening up that facility from two days to five days within five months was a huge pat on the back, and I felt so proud in that moment to be able to be available that many days for those many hours to help as many pups as possible. And for today's tail wagging tip, if you're a budding canine entrepreneur, remember to regularly set aside some quiet time for yourself. Business can be overwhelming, but a calm mind is your best asset. Navigating the business of canine rehab has been quite the adventure, with its highs and its lows. But it's all a part of the journey. Always remember that a well-oiled administrative machine ensures that the heart of the business, the therapy, and the care for our canine companions runs seamlessly. Thank you for walking this path with me. I'm Anthony Skeena, CCAT. Until next time, my friends. This is an underdog story, and thank you for joining me. I hope you've been as inspired and informed as I have been sharing it with you. And remember, in the world of canine rehab, every day is a new opportunity to turn an underdog story into a tail-wagging triumph. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe for future episodes and share to those who also might be interested on this topic. Also, send me your questions or share your own underdog stories with me to the Gmail link below. You can follow on Instagram and Facebook. That is also linked below. Check out Alpha's website. That is linked as well. Just as a disclaimer, any thoughts and opinions expressed in this podcast are mine and mine alone and in no way reflect the opinion or position of any other company or organization I may be associated with.